love, I know you can't control us all down. I'ma give it to you, baby, baby. I'ma give it like a mother, like a mother. Safe like a brother, like a brother. Smile like a feather, slow down. It's all over this city. Sometimes I'm the nitty, sometimes I'm the pretty, I'm the pretty. You know I give it to you better, I'ma give it like forever. No, you can't control us all down. Love is sweet, baby. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the House of Pride Show with Pearl Tease and Tweeka Turner. Hi, Pearl. Hey, Tweeks. How are you? Good. Excited. It'll be my last show here for a couple for a little bit that's right you're going to under the knife for breast argumentation yes ma'am are you nervous no okay i'm more you look excited i just can't wait to get this done and over with girl you look confident and ready to move forward yes you (laughs) and your girls (laughs) yeah my new girls yeah well listen what a fabulous show we have for you guys listening to us today uh pro uh who are our guests today, girl? So we already have Mr. John McRae. What's your drag name, boo? <laughs> Endora Pounding. We have Endora Pounding in the house already. Come through. And Peaches Christ, the legend herself, is in the green room. But right now, Pearl, on the telephone live from excited. the East Coast, is one of the original members of the famous iconic girl group, La Belle. It's the one and only Miss Sarah Dash. How are you guys out there? Hey, Sarah, girl. What's going on? Oh, at the moment, it's you. I love that that you're going to have your friends with you soon. Sarah, we know you've been super busy with some um, one-woman shows over there on the East Coast. Can you tell us how that all went down? Oh, I had a wonderful time on the East Coast, down in Maryland, D.C. area. It was... Uh, I was so busy, but the show took on another form. Uh, The audience, they were so receptive. They came out in the rain. I had a sellout house. It was an amazing um, time down there. Um, We just had a lot of fun and did a lot of work. Well, congratulations. We would absolutely die if you brought your show over to the West Coast. (laughs) I am... I can honestly say that we are truly 
working on that. I have a new agent, and he was in Maryland, and he came into the dressing room after the show. He said, this is ridiculous. <laughs> will you go on the road? Yes, I will, Robert. So <laughs> that's where I am right now. Wow, that's, that's exciting. New year, and, 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 and it's, 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 you know, it's not that I don't want to do it. I just needed to do the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you can look forward to me coming to the West Coast. I'm gonna. I'll, I, listen, you'll be the first one, the first interview, <laughs> the first stop that I make. All of the above. Oh my God, we're, we're in heaven over here, ladies and gentlemen. You're, we're speaking with Sarah Dash, of course, one of the original members of the group La Belle. Now, Sarah, any exclusive info for us here at House of Pride Radio in reference to you guys collaborating on future music? No, there is, I, and you know, Tweeka, you will be the first to know that as well. <laughs> Thank you. You've been so supportive of me, and as you support me, you're also supporting the other dolls, Nona and Patty. And that, that, that gives us a wave of attention coming from our listening audience, which you can't, money can't buy that. You know, mm-hmm. you are just so superb and so special to me that, you know, I... God bless you. That's all I can say. Because you're truly a servant. Oh my God! Look, I, I'm not worthy. I'm on my knees. I'm not worthy. I real, truly, you guys have given us such uh, a gift with your talent and your incredible music, and you know, it's inspired me. I mean, you know, I'm this white Italian well, guy, and I've done your song in drag many times. <laughs> have you? I would love to have a clip of that. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you have a video clip of it? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, why? You, you don't have a video clip of you um, like that? I would do a special one just for you, I guess. Oh, and, I know you're not. I know you're not trying to be shy. Uh, Is he trying to be shy out there, you guys? Let me just say this. I'm a scary drag queen. My co-host, Pearl Tease, is a beautiful drag queen. <laughs> See, I heard about Pearl Tease. I heard Pearl Tease knock them out the box. But, you know, um, I heard that both of you start a bit of trouble when you get into your drag. Pearl takes it to another level. Let me just say that. That's so sweet. <laughs> well, 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 Pearl, Pearl, you just got to bring I, I have to see these clips. I, I really want to see them. Um, absolutely. Actually, you know, I will tag you with for, with some of her, Pearl's performances, and I'll I'll tag one of mine on there too. But um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Let us know when you're coming out, so we can do a whole, you know, um, ex- not oh, exclusive, yes, but a whole PR thing for you. Yeah. Um, I, I will let you know as soon as I get the date. Now we're gonna. I know this is just a quick hello for you, but we're gonna go out with your classic uh, top ten smash, Cinnamon. Is there anything that now in 2016? H- how do you feel about that whole Cinnamon project? The Cinnamon mm-hmm. project. Does it have good? Do you have good memories of that time? The Cinnamon project. I, you know, I did that song in one take. That was it. Wow. There was no, yeah, I did it in one take. Um, Center Man was written especially for me uh, after they saw me do a cabaret act, and I was in the midst of getting my uh, Kirshner Records deal. And the two writers came down, and they said they saw this little woman just running and, you know, in the stage and doing the music. And they were, and I said something about sin. 
and I said sin and that man, and they just connected the words and went home and, you know, don't be touching me. That's, you know, that's how they got it. So I love that backstory. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) (laughs) When they came came to me to play the song, I, I said, I don't even, I don't have to learn that song today. Just put it there. That's the song I'm going to do. And the rest is history, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. And, you know, I also, um, on one of my CDs, I recorded a song called Paradise. And uh, Steve Lukather from Toto did the guitar solo. So uh, Toto is touring Japan, and a Japanese company leased every solo that he played on everybody's records that he played on and did a solo they compiled it and made it one cd so i have a cd out with steve lucas in japan right now right now fabulous is it available for us to download it on itunes and other places i've i've been i've been trying to find a way to get a copy or to see the availability of that um property Mm-hmm. But I've been having quite a, a bit of time. I even spoke to a Japanese. Um, there was an interpreter for Japanese, for to put it to write it out in their language. So I'm dying for a copy. All right. Well, yeah. next time we speak to you, we'll we'll know what the update is on that. Um, so we're gonna let you go because I know you've been you've had such a busy itinerary. Uh, but thank you for uh, coming on again. And um, I think you're gonna leave uh, Pearl and I with a, a little treat. Is that right? A, a little ad drop for us. Yes, I will. Do you want me to record it after we finish or do it now? I'll go ahead and do it now, and I'll, I will edit it from the master later. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah Dash. You may know me from LaBelle, but I have a song that's called Center Man, and you're listening to The Prize Show with Tweeka and Pearl. Don't change that dial. Keep it up. <laughs> <Ladies>. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a nice round of applause for the legend herself, Miss Sarah Dash. I hope that's something you could use. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Sarah. We'll talk to you very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, here okay. it is, her classic Cinnamon. Okay. Bye, Sarah. Bye, girl. <laughs>
All right, right. We're back at House of Pride Radio. Tweaker Turner here. Pearl Tees. Hey, hey. We were just listening to Cinnamon, that classic song from Sarah Dash from the famous group LaBelle. But that was her solo venue. Got top 10. All right. Yeah, congratulations, Sarah. Actually, I would love to see Sarah back on the charts sometime. It's. I, I feel like, you know, it's the divas I'm making a comeback these days. Uh, if you look on the charts, a lot of the... You know, there was a Mary Wilson top 20 hit uh, a few months ago. She mm-hmm. now holds the record for longest gap between top 20 singles. All right, singles. Mary Wilson. You better um, work. Supremes. Anyways, we have local luminaries with us, Pearl. Right. We have John McGriddle in the house. Did I say that right? McArdle. McArdle. I think you did, that was like a McDonald's menu. <laughs> I did right? say it like that, didn't I? And then we have the fabulous Peaches Christ in the house. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Both of you have been guests with us, so welcome back, first of all. You're like family. Thank when, you. Um, now, uh, both of you have a lot of stuff going down. Uh, who wants to go first? Go ahead. Oh, oh. All right. Well, um, all this talk about breasts. Yes, goodness. girl. <laughs> Off the so air, by the way. You, right? <laughs> I'm living vicariously. Oh, you'll live. You'll it's never too late, me. John. <laughs> Trust me, you'll be living. Yes. I'll be living. Well, I think um, <laughs> it's just sort of coincidental that we're talking about breasts today. Oh. Sort of the end of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Oh. One of the many diagnoses that we serve at Project Open Hand. Um, actually, you can go to our website and our Facebook page and check out in our blog the stories of several different clients who and that's have come seen us. While Project Open Hand. Project dot Open Hand. Openhand.org. Org. Um, For a listening audience, Project Open Hand, just in general, what, yeah. what is Project Open Hand all about? Project Open Hand is an organization that is uh, nearly 32 years old, coming up on 32 was founded in 1985 by a retired food service worker. And um, she saw that there was a response needed to the AIDS crisis. And she had uh, seven friends and neighbors who she saw were suffering and they weren't eating and they needed to be fed. So um, she didn't wait for anyone else to do it. She said, I'll do it myself because it needs to be done. And uh, word got out and people started asking for help proactively and she started recruiting volunteers and they moved to a, the basement of a church from her home. It was uh, too much of a, an enterprise to cook in her kitchen anymore. And the organization has grown. Um, today we serve about 2,500 meals a day. Um, it's about a million meals a year. We just served our 19, 19th millionth meal. Wow. Jesus. Yes, girl. In September. Congratulations. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, great. Um, and it's just, it's a gift to be able to work there and help some of the most vulnerable neighbors in our community. Right. You guys have served people even through, you know, just the drag community. You guys have yes. served yes. to Pollo Del Mar yes. and MGM Grand. Right. Myself, I've been a client. Um, just a number of diagnoses and people who are trying to focus on their wellness and use nutrition as a form of medicine, diabetes and um, congestive heart failure and HIV, um, a whole list of diagnoses that we serve. Um, and it's just great to be part of this community. And every time I hear about it, it's not just like your standard like TV dinner. No. It's like really good food. It is good food, yeah. Yeah, it's great food. Um, certainly um, would be cost prohibitive um, if folks had to make it, uh, buy it and make it themselves. Right. So we're really glad to be able to put all the love that goes into those meals and um, give them to folks who really need that nutrition. So. Yeah, that's 
Yeah. So sweet. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Food is love. Yes. Yes. Well, um, the um, the Project Open Hands is actually, I live close by to that. It's, uh, it's in the Tenderloin. Has it always been, is that where the ground was broken? No, actually, um, we were in a building, um, church basement in the Castro after Ruth's house. And um, we've been in the building that we're in now on Polk between Ellis and Eddie for about 20 years. So um, we've got some history Up there. 20 sure. years, yeah, and it's a beautiful building. I mean, it's really a well-polished machine. I mean, yeah. where do you guys get funding? Oh God, the funding comes from all over wherever we can get it. So we have a large individual donor base, people who give $50, $100, once or twice a year, um, mid-level donors, people who give 1,000, oh, right. up to mm -hmm. 5,000, donors who give more, foundations and corporations who help out. Would folks just go to the website if they felt inclined yes, to uh, donate? Openhand.org slash donate. Oh, okay. Openhand.org. Would qualify for a service. Mm -hmm. um, anybody basically who falls into any of the categories we serve, which is about eight or nine uh, different um, uh, chronic illnesses, plus um, anything that is a short-term, um, a short-term uh, challenge like uh, recent major surgery. So. Maybe you should apply, Oh, right, girl. maybe, girl. I might have come, to. Come I mean, I have, I have a Just list. Just to reiterate. Come get right. your mails, girl. On right. November 16th, Pearl is going under the knife. Okay. I know. With the but it's true. Pearl. Like, it doesn't really matter what you're sick with. Like, we've all had colds and flus and stuff like that. And I don't know about you, but I'm a big baby when I'm sick. Like, you can't, like, you could try to take care of me, but I'm just too much to handle. So imagine if it was a situation where you were sick for three or four months or nine months or a year and struggling with a chronic illness, it's really hard if you just have a cold to cook for yourself, take care of yourself, to get out of bed. Girl, that I'm that bitch that has like three different types of colds and I'm still trying to go to work because I got to make that Gee. coin, girl. Well, I, Ain't nothing not going, going on but the rent. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. When I volunteered that years ago for the six-month plan for Project Open Hands, yeah. we, I, w I remember going around to the, like, some of the um, SRO yeah. hotels and people were incapacitated. They weren't mobile as yeah. mobile as you, you, you know, healthy people are. You know, yeah. so it did. It did seem like it did serve a really good, positive purpose. They were happy to see the, yeah. the, the hot food coming in, packaged professionally. A really thought-out plan, like uh, nutrition-wise. Yeah, and besides donating money, you can also donate time. Oh, I, I find that. Um, People understand it abstractly, but once we get them into the building and they see the kitchen and how much goes on, or one of our senior sites, or they go on a delivery route and someone comes to the door and that is one of the best times of their day to get that meal, people have this transformation. They really, they really understand the impact of the work. So if you don't have the money to give or you want to get involved in a different way, go to openhand.org under volunteer and sign up for a volunteer shift. Now, what was it that um, got you involved with Project Open Hand? Um, well, like I mentioned, I was actually a client for about a year when I first moved back to San Francisco. Um, I tested positive in 2012, um, and I'm fortunate to t have tested positive, you know, in the story arc of the epidemic right. at a time when there were a lot of medications and, and options available. But um, as anyone who has tested positive after 2000 or 2005 knows that there's still a lot of challenge and stigma to being HIV positive. And um, 
the organization was really there for me when I needed it. Mm -hmm. And I've been in nonprofit fundraising for about 24 years. Um, I've been on the nonprofit side before, um, mostly working in consulting firms. But to be able to work at an organization that is so personally meaningful to me, that I directly benefited from, is just, it's a real gift. It really is. I love that. So um, anytime I think I you know, have problems or challenges or I'm not feeling grateful, I make sure I walk through the building and say hello to clients and just get that perspective that everybody has problems. And if we all help each other, yeah, we can make it better. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, so if people were interested in services, they just go to projectopenhand.org. Yes. And there's a form to fill out or an That's application. Right. There's a form you can fill out. You can download it. You can print it out. You can bring it to your doctor. Your doctor can fill it out. And then you come in, submit the application. They'll review it. If you qualify for services, then they will bring you in and do an intake and talk about what level of services you qualify for. So there are meals and there are groceries. The meals can be picked up or delivered to your home, depending on what your ability is. Um, and then for folks who are either sort of graduating off the, ser the service because they are their wellness is improving, um, or other situations where maybe um, they have a little bit more ability, we offer groceries as well, in addition to nutrition education so that people can learn what's good. Um, I mean, I know I grew up in a family where every vegetable was out of a can, and mm. my mom did the best she could, yeah. and you know we had um, instant mashed potatoes, and I remember being really pissed off when I realized how easy it was to make mashed potatoes. <laughs> I don't fault my mom, but like we we come up in this society where it's fast and easy, fast and easy, and mm -hmm. fast and easy is a lot of times really not good for you. And if people know how to make a difference, how to make things that are easy but also good for you, then they might have a chance of improving their wellness through nutrition. It really makes a big difference. What's the typical turnaround time from application to receiving the service? It depends. That Sometimes we're busier, um, but mm, a week or two. Oh, okay. Really That's really fast. Yeah. It's really about getting the application in and having it be filled out thoroughly. The The real back and forth starts to come so, when... I know all if, about that. If the application's not filled out right, and then right. it gets stalled, and... And um, if you need any help with the application, our caseworkers can help make sure that you understand what parts are important, what parts the doctor needs to fill out, what part you need to fill out. Um, so there really is someone to walk you through every step of the process. I love that. Yeah, you should come in for a tour. I I'm down. I walk you around. Yeah, let's do it, girl. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. You should come in for a tour. Ow. I actually used to uh, deliver meals. Oh, I was a volunteer years ago. Yeah. Wait, come on, yeah. patients I do. deliver yes, I do. meals. Yeah. I yes, did not yes, know yes. That. Girl. Oh God, it was probably the late '90s, early 2000s. My oh, roommate Corey Brunetti was yeah. an employee there, and he worked there, and we was Martini's partner actually. Um, it was who? Martini, who's my sidekick, the most flawed and tragic drag queen in all of San Francisco. <laughs> is that debatable? And, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it, it, actually, she is so flawed and tragic, but I have seen some boogers lately right, where girl. I'm like, oh my God, Martini, you better <laughs> watch out. Right. You know, Mother Chucka's coming for you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we used to deliver, you know, uh, they would beef up the volunteers on holidays and stuff, so. And like you said, it's just completely uh, fulfilling beyond yeah. belief to um, be able to help someone out 
that way, really you know, did. it was really like, yeah, I think, uh, it, it was a few years ago. It was kind of like, okay, I've worked with two organizations mm -hmm. and I ended up partnering more closely with Shanti, mm -hmm. but so believe in what both those organizations did yeah. at, at about the same time when yeah. there was this sort of crucial need for people to have that kind of help. It's really beautiful. And the fact that they've opened their services to um, a, a wider um, array of people because when the HIV meds came along and people were no longer dying, they were able to open up. I think Shanti opened up first to women with breast cancer right. and now really anyone with a um, life-threatening illness. You know, it's, it's a really amazing thing to see what has come out of the AIDS uh, response, you know, the mm -hmm. response to help people and how it's now continued to help more people. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. Well, um, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kind of filming you guys live for a second, just a couple of minutes. Um, Peaches Christ, you have mm -hmm. a busy weekend. It is now Halloween season. Which, and you have all kinds of things going on, I'm sure. The most exciting thing talked about is Sheetle Juice with Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> yeah, but that's not until the November 19th. That's like a... That better be like three and a half weeks away. Girl, we're going right. to get through this weekend. She has three events like that, this weekend. Creatures of the Night. Yeah, Creatures of the Nightlife. We have tomorrow, um, which uh, is my annual Halloween party at the uh, California Academy of Sciences. It's a big deal. Don't, don't, it's been really fun. It's yeah, been like they approached out, me maybe like six years ago and said, hey, do you want to um, come in and do... Uh, Halloween party with us for our, our nightlife celebration. I actually went to one of, I don't know if it was one you were hosting, but it was a few years ago and Holy McGrail was there and she did this number where it was like a cat's number where she gave birth to all these cats and did jump rope with yes. them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Too. Yeah, that was me. That that was uh, one of the first years we did it, actually. I booked Holy. Um, so amazing. It's I fun it. because it's sort of like a lot of the audience are people who don't normally come to drag events or drag shows. They feel more comfortable, I think, because it's the big science museum. And so... It's easier to sort of shock them or disturb them or kind of like, you know, excite them. Uh -huh. So, um, and we do a big costume contest. And I partner with um, Kegel Cater, who comes on board to help me produce. Love her. Yeah, yeah, she's wonderful. But she helps me produce other aspects of the party where the last couple years, well, last year and this year, we've started doing this thing where we kind of turn the museum into kind of a haunted attraction. And so we actually now hire drag queens who are roaming through the uh, museum How and scaring exciting. people I and creating scenes. About. It's, it's so, it sounds to me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's part, and is Shut that your baby? Shut up. <laughs> right. Who he, is that? roaming around that the streets. Stupid <laughs> baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know what's going to happen here in, no. in the mission. Yeah. Um, is it an installation as well as like a dance party? And it's all those things for sure. And it's very interactive. Um, we've done makeovers in the past, but for the last couple of years, we've sort of switched gears from doing uh, monster makeovers and, and kind of turned it into more of a haunted museum. And so this year we actually have this theme, the Island of Dr. Hamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my God. The museum's not supporting it as much as I want them to be. Like it was my idea and I'm promoting it, but they haven't really promoted it. 
But um, there'll be lots of like tranimal mutations, oh, sort nice. of you know, mad scientist who you you know is playing God with animals. So lots of the drag will be you know bunny rabbits that are also skunks that are you know yeah. maybe human and and so they'll be roaming some of them will be in cages we have like elaborate we're borrowing props and things from haunted attractions and there'll be mad scientists running around so it's really a lot of fun and it usually does sell out i think the only year it didn't sell out was when the um giants were in the world series so if you are interested in coming definitely mm -hmm. grab a ticket you know where, where do we get tickets uh, at the Cal Academy of Sciences website. I'm not really sure the URL, but, you know, I'm sure your you listeners can, can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just All look up the 15 California of you Academy go, of Sciences. If you, have, you don't already have your tickets, go right now. Yeah, it's tomorrow night, Thursday. Tomorrow night. Wow. And then I have Mother on Saturday. Our, uh, Heckling and I doing our big annual Halloween party. That's more of the drag show for the drag world. Right. Right. So that's where the costumes are really good. Like, I'm always blown away by the costumes there. The costumes tomorrow night will be, I don't know, more average. Of course. And uh, the costumes on Saturday night, like at the drag club, are usually pretty fabulous. And, yeah. and the show will it's be amazing. Drop again. Who do you guys yeah. have in your lineup? Um, on Saturday night or tomorrow night? Well, both, oh. actually. So okay. who are some of the queens you have? Uh, uh, tomorrow night we have uh, Malay Balenciaga, who Pearl has co-starred with in yeah, one of my was, shows. Yeah, yeah. so much fun. And we have uh, Carney Asada. Mm. And we have... Um, I wonder what she's going to be now. Do they get to choose their costumes? They do. They, they choose everything. I'm a firm believer in kind of like letting a queen sink or swim on her own. Um... <laughs> Of course, you know, if she asks for feedback or advice, I'll certainly give it to them. But I like to see what people come up with. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of go, here's the theme. Let's see what you do. Uh, and Shaka Corn. And Shaka Corn's oh, kind of become a um, tradition at the uh, Cal Academy just because uh, she does these sort of elaborate sort of, I, I would almost cons call them like nerd numbers like really big celebrations of like video games and right. something completely she really brings something that no one else is bringing yeah I love that fabulous Connie and Chaka. Connie Malay and Shaka and now what yeah. about mother um, I have. I would have to look it up. Oh, there's, wow. there's many. I'm like, there's so many um, performers that night, and it's been changing. You know, this person's in, this person's out. So, and um, Otter's been kind of managing all that. Oh, I so, love Otter. Now, yeah. who are your DJs? Um, I, MC2, oh, and right. I'm not sure who's in the front room. Um, I have to say, because I'm not producing Mother, um, I'm less. I'm producing the party tomorrow night, mm -hmm. and then of course Heckling is producing Mother. So, um, so I'm I'm a little less uh, up on who MVP is doing that. Mother. I'll probably show up and be su as surprised as anybody. <laughs> and then there's one <laughs> more event. You're uh, then I'm doing a, a thing on Sunday night called Hallow Queen, uh, <laughs> which is um, a party at the DNA Lounge. Uh, where Adore Delano will be um, presenting a concert um, as well as opening acts uh, from Vane Hane, um, a totally bizarre, local, inspiring queen who does really brilliant you know live performances mm. um, and again that because i'm i 'm not producing it it 's kind of um, 
you might even be able to hear it in my voice. I'm kind of out of it because I just got back from England <laughs> like the uh, day ago. So I'm I'm sort of racing to like wake up uh, and be ready for Halloween. But I know I know all this stuff is going to be super fun. You know, right. absolutely. And folks, again, you if you were looking for something to do this week, there's a lot of choices. But these right. th- these three events are really going to take you there. Yeah, I mean, and if you. Um, are looking for I don't know if you're if you're looking for a good uh, time. yeah three different <laughs> kind it's three different styles I mean there really will be three different uh, kinds of events and I think that that's what's fun about it is sort of like you know you could you could um, you could come to all three and it'll be totally different I guarantee it I wonder if, do you feel like tomorrow night's an interactive experience for the um, patron I think it is because it sort of um, a different way to experience the museum like the museum itself is still open you know like you can see the attractions you can go into the planetarium you, you know there's have that little cafeteria section yeah right? there's food <laughs> well that's an that's important cafeteria uh there's no, i'm saying that's where like the stage is set up where like the people usually eat oh no we're actually outside now because oh. we were in there years ago um and then when they couldn't fit enough people to, right, uh, it was clowns. too crowded, yeah, yeah and it was a, probably a dangerous thing. So now we're outside on a bigger stage, and that kind of sucks because it might rain tomorrow night, um, apparently. So we'll see how that goes. We're undercover, but the audience might get rained on. Mm-hmm. But oh. it used to be that thing where, like, Good to know. inside they could fit, uh, I think, 500 people could see the show. And now outside it's like 2,000 people uh-huh. can see the show. Oh, so. my God. 2,000 people. That's amazing. Congratulations. Well, it's a big museum, yeah. so a lot of people come, and if everyone who comes wants to see the drag show, mm-hmm. then you have a lot of upset people, you know, when, when right. only 500 can see it or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Understandable. Mm-hmm. So... Right. Um, down the road, what are you producing? What's your next big Well, project? Pearl's correct. My next, the big m- next show for me is Sheetle Juice. Bianca Del Rio. Sheetle Juice, Sheetle Juice, Sheetle Juice. Yes, <laughs> Bianca Del Rio is playing Sheetle Juice. And that will be my final uh, big show of the year. And that's November 19th at the Castro Theater. And uh, we're doing two shows that day. So mm-hmm. 3 o'clock and 8 o'clock. Um, and tickets for that are at peacheschrist.com. And I'll play Lydia, I the young teenage daughter. <laughs> and it's not too early to go get those tickets. There. No, the VIP ones are going pretty quickly because you get a meet and greet with Bianca and I and a photo and all that. The, it's interesting how those, you know, these drag celebrities now, they're, they're bona fide celebrities. You know, Bianca's right. like a huge celebrity, you know, right. and you can always tell based on how quickly those, you know, VIP tickets start moving. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. Is there going to be some lesbianic action in there with you two getting married? Well, yeah, kind of. There's a whole Kai Kai theme going on. Yeah. Because, I mean, we both acknowledge, you know, Lydia is uh, a young a young teenager dabbling in the drag arts. And Sheetle Juice is, you know, a, a bitter, bitter, um, older queen. queen yeah, yeah. Who's kind of over everything. Sounds yeah. like real life, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. Right. <laughs> How long did it take you to write it? Um, Probably couple months you know i usually start with an outline and then i'll meet with um the production team and give them this one especially because i've been on this tour with gray gardens uh last like four weeks i had to meet with everyone uh, yeah so we were in uh we did it in london 
uh, in Manchester. Did you find and that they knew that story already, most of the people? They did. Yeah. I think because both those cities are really metropolitan and culturally sophisticated. But it's interesting that you bring that up because we can't really tour. You know, my events and, and this sort of theater, that drag theater that I create, is sort of dependent on to some degree, an audience's love of the, the content that I'm celebrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so especially like uh, in the case of Grey Gardens, we were we were booking it um, or trying to book it in um, Australia. And finally, Australia got back to us like they had reached out to me and, and, and asked about it. And then finally they said, you know, we're just finding that people don't know what that is, oh. you know, that which is surprising to me because. Drew Barrymore made a movie With version Jessica of Lange. it, yeah, and yeah. then it became a Broadway musical. So it sort of surprised me that it's not more popular in like they could Sydney. They just be lying to you, girl. Well, they kidding. really want they really wanted um, Clueless. Oh, uh, fabulous. you know, yeah. so so uh, it's funny to see what different markets. Yeah, want. that is interesting. Yeah. And Would the problem is, I can't. Some of these shows travel really well, mm-hmm. um, like. Uh, Grey Gardens or Baby Jane where basically they're they're essentially two women's shows that I can then you know kind of um, tap into a local scene and, and flesh it all out but Clueless is tougher because it's a big big cast you've got the three leads plus big numbers and a lot of extra characters right. so you know when they looked at the budget for what it would take to get it there compared to like Grey Gardens you know, they were sort of like, uh, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. cute. Yeah, our shows aren't yeah. cheap. That's right. the other thing. No. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, if I had to do it all over again, I might. Sometimes I, I say to like Coco Peru or Varla Jean Merman, like, God, you really knew how to do it right because, you know, or Bianca. I mean, right. your, her overhead is nothing. You know, she yeah. makes one dress and then goes on right. tour with it. You know, what about Lady Diane. Bunny? Do you know? Does she handle Bunny finances too. well? I would. Well, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Be, Bunny will Bunny will tell you that she's you know poor and lives in a rat infested apartment and all that. And it's sort of like. I don't believe her. I do believe she lives in a rat-infested apartment, (laughs) but I don't believe... I could tell you a really terrible story. (laughs) One time, Bunny was on the phone with Heclina and started screaming. And I guess she had... Like, I don't know. Are you allowed to say anything on this? Really, you can say anything? Whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Be free. (laughs) So Bunny had, like, discreetly taken a shit while she was talking to Heclina, you know, like, as you do on the phone. Okay. And then later started screaming because a rat had come up through the pipes and was eating her turd. Yeah. And she oh, like girl. heard the noise in the toilet what, and like have had, water in the toilet. Well, like, what's, well, they come up through the pipes girl, in New York. Damn, girl. Yeah, yeah, they can come like up. Deep so diver. Disgusting. And she was like trying to flush it, and Hecklina didn't know what was going on, you know. And Chalchier was like just right. screaming and I toilet slamming. Never heard and of that would have been me. I think girl. it's true. You can look it up. You can look it up. This actually happens. Oh. You can look it up. You can look up the fact that rats do oh, this in New York. Come through. Like, because I didn't believe it either. Snake. Too a snake can come up See, that I way. Rats are afraid of water, yeah. man. Who, I don't know. Not I don't New know. Maybe rats. maybe Bunny was not telling the truth. I don't know. But I love that story regardless. <laughs> right, that's amazing. Maybe she dro- <laughs> maybe she dropped a kidney stone and was too embarrassed. To I say. think it really <laughs> happened. I think it happened. Yeah. I be- I'm gonna. But I think Bunny's probably. <laughs> if you know, if she's smart, 
and I and I think Bunny actually is really really smart. I think she probably has a plenty of money just tucked away. Yeah, you know. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm that sure, that that. Yeah. But that that's the thing is like you know I didn't really um, when I started creating this kind of theater I wasn't thinking about like that this was one going to turn into a career. Yeah. yeah, it was a hobby, and two that there was a much more economically feasible way to do this. You know, which is to um, not create shows with twenty people like in clueless. Them, you know? But it does right. sound like you've um, kind of consolidated your talents to like the two woman. Yeah, concept is that more feasible financially? It is, and so Grey Gardens has toured more than any other show, um, partially because of that, and also because uh, I just really like working with um, Jinx, and we travel well together. And not that I don't wouldn't with the other girls, but her schedule and my schedule, we're both into theater, so it's just easier. <laughs> Sometimes I think that maybe people think that, but it's not true. Uh-huh. I, mean, I can't think of anyone that I have worked with because, you know, when we yeah. do a show at the Castro, especially working with some of the girls who've been on TV, I think there's this sense like, oh, Peaches, she's just going to cast any old RuPaul girl. And it's like, please, are you kidding? <laughs> there's a hundred of them. I only right. cast the ones that I'm really inspired by, mm-hmm. but also cast, you know, Roma, right. Pearl. Malay, um, Coco Peru, you know, other drag talent that I'm inspired by. So, you know, yes, is it true that someone who's been on TV uh, sells more tickets and has a marquee value that that others don't? Of course. But I always try to really flesh it out. But I never really ask. I haven't asked anyone to work with me where I've been in a position to say, oh, I would never work with that person You're again, fired. you know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I've been really, really lucky. I mean, and yeah, I think, well, partly you get to see people on TV, so you kind of yeah. know what you're getting to some degree. Yeah. Well, I mean, so even you the know. locals, girl, I mean, you never know what you're going to get sometimes. Well, I, I've, I've heard stories about some locals, but at least, and Pearl, you know this, at least right. when they come and do um, our shows, there's like this very family kind of yeah. tone that yeah. set and so i think nobody mm-hmm. wants to be that person yeah, that disrupts that. it yeah. exactly right. everyone so, wants to bring their a game to your your brand i would think i think and not just me but i've noticed it with uh tranny shack over the years uh i'm sure tweaker remembers and um Barely. and mother <laughs> and uh that that there wasn't that sort of that i that i experienced there wasn't sort of this cat fighting um mean-spirited drag community that i've heard a lot about you know i just it was never You're it wasn't right. my experience that was like a family experience the, yeah the, the uh, training shack back in the day at the stud yeah yeah and that it was, was never my it wasn't my experience that people you know i always i always heard drag queens were supposed to and i sometimes i think you know what that is it's just misogyny you just want us to be like that because right. you have this sort of idea that mm-hmm. oh because we dress up as women we have to act Catty, you know it's like no maybe ratty, we want to be yeah. smart women maybe right. we want to be like fierce women who Kind don't need women. to behave that way, you know. <laughs> right. um, Sweet and generous women. But now with like Real Housewives and all that stuff, you know, yeah. of course. Oh, that's such know. a good point. That's they probably folks are probably being influenced by what they see in social and on TV and. Whatever. I think so. I think yeah. they want to believe that drag queens are, um, you know, cut, having cut and some do, I yeah. guess, you know, but it hasn't really like our shows. Very, I, mean, I can't even think of the last time I saw two queens go at it. It's usually yeah. like behind the scenes. It's like crew members, or right. I have to say, like oftentimes it's like a straight guy or something getting upset because you know uh, 
some tech piece of equipment doesn't work and he freaks out or you know where we're like yeah. god calm down girl you know right. <laughs> like it's you it's usually not the queens throwing fits honestly it really isn't you know are you the um person who handles the finance side or do you have like other folks that do that well i have we have um my business partner bobby who actually you know d does all the paperwork of, mm -hmm. of writing the checks and making sure we have you know w9s and all that stuff because we had to go legit you know does um, he figure out like what's what the budget would have to be or is that you uh well it depends so because we're peaches christ productions is a umbrella company that i oversee and co-own with Bobby, but we basically mm -hmm. um, break it down to who's producing what event. So I produce the events at the Castro that I write, but Bobby produces some uh, other events. You know, he produced the Latrice Royale one-woman show that we did. Um, sometimes we have other producers that come in that work with us and they produce. So those producers would create their own budget and then I would look at it and say, oh, this makes sense. Or I would, I would move this around. So it, it really depends on the mm -hmm. particular show. And we're trying to kind of actually grow and branch out and, um, and do more events so that it's not dependent on me <laughs> <laughs> so that Peaches Christ Productions can actually be, you know, bigger than, uh, one queen, you know, and, 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 and bring more and more to the community. So we'll yeah. see. It's going to be a franchise. Well, <laughs> I would like to think of it as like the Bill Graham of, um, counterculture, queer underground stuff, even if we're teeny tiny, but, but if we're able to use what we've learned over the years and to put on, you know, queer, um, music, you know, queer mm -hmm. concerts, more drag theater, more queer theater, um, more, um, you know, trans performance art, whatever would fit in the, you know, we've, we've done a storytelling series in the last year. And so we're really trying to kind of, um, just at, basically my f feeling is this San Francisco is changing so quickly. And in the last few years, it's changed so radically that we have an obligation to fight for the culture that we want. Right. And so part of doing that means showing these new San Franciscans how much fun and how fabulous these things can be. It's kind of like we're just leading the horse to water in a way. And what we've been finding is if they do come to something like mm. Sheetle Juice and they've never experienced something like that before, that, that hopefully – you know, we can win them over. But um, I, 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 so I, I kind of feel like Oasis and, you know, the work that you guys do and, and the work that we do, it's actually more important than it was before. In some ways, I look back on the 90s and the early 2000s, I'm like, oh my God, we had no idea how great it was because it was a city full of people who wanted to go to Tranny Shack on a Tuesday at midnight. Oh, right. You know, yeah, that yeah, would yeah. never happen now. Yeah. You know, it just would never. So it's important that we keep working and like, fight to kind of keep San Francisco the way we want it to be. Right. Mm -hmm. God, that. see, now I'm really wordy. <laughs> if the jet lag comes out in weird ways, you guys are probably like, what shut did you, up. What, what airline did you fly in on? That's fascinating. Right. It was United. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I just like that question. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I actually, I'll tell you, I think 
Yeah, whatever. Oh, no. United, I'm, I have status on because their hub is here, so I don't want to get in trouble with United. But seriously, there could not be a worse airline <laughs> to travel internationally. Like, Do they even have TV screens? On no, oh my no. But do? luckily, the flight was half empty, so me and my partner each got our own row. Oh, nice. And like he, he said, you were snoring. I mean, I <laughs> never, ever fall asleep that deeply on Thank a flight. Thank God, because you know? if it was packed, that's uncomfortable. No, it was, it was like half full, so that yeah. was the best part. But like when you fly, especially if you're like flying over overseas or whatever, you get spoiled. I mean, we have Turkish Airlines now um, out of SFO. They have a base here. My yeah. partner's Turkish, so we've you know flown um, Turkish Airlines a few times, and it's like, it's like the the difference between you know a luxury you know hotel and and a Cono lodge and you know SRO. like United yeah like you, United just oh, it's just so weird like American Airlines you know United Delta you know just American they're so in. crappy um, I totally envision you in sleeping in one of those little capsule beds on the I floor. wish my God <laughs> you should have been my girl I know y'all have beds upstairs for the uh, flight attendants let me use one of them for a few minutes <laughs> even the flight attendants were like I mean it, it was a direct flight so I think it was only like 10 hours from London so even the flight attendants like they never really got a real break you know they did a 10 hour shift oh god wow. yeah well, yeah there was no upstairs on this plane well you they actually do um each really yeah did Tarlene tell you that no I know I, I, I heard actually about went through um Pro applied to be an air. Oh, this is not so long ago, right? Yeah, but there's a a little cabin upstairs that uh, the passengers don't see where the uh, crew can like take a nap. Like they have little beds. Oh, that's nice. They can do the nasty up there too. The mile. Really? I don't think they (laughs) really do that. Pearl, did you not? You decided not to be a flight attendant. I made it to round three, which is the final step to getting hired. They flew me out to Dallas for the interview, which was an amazing experience uh-huh. um, but I didn't get the position was it for United yeah, no it was for American well I'm boycotting them then right <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, mean right. I mean with your scarf on right now you look like the perfect flight what attendant. idiots I know. Right. it's okay it's okay. but that's like, only one airline too I mean I'm kind of fascinated yeah. by that life like I have to say like my yeah. friends that are flight attendants I could just yeah. listen to them tell stories right. all night right it's so sort of fascinating Terlene I don't know oh, if we're I supposed to Turlene, talk yeah. about it because like they have to be really secretive right. they do they never mention the airline but Kegel yeah and um, um, Frida Kegel oh really uh, Paju yeah Paju, all guess. flight attendants yeah would you consider applying for another airline I don't know. I, I liked American Airlines because they were um, union and they would start off at a really high rate. They're all union. Not all of them. Virgin's really? Not, yeah. Virgin's not union. Oh. United is, is union. I think um, United, they're, they're constantly in battle right now because of the um, merger with Continental. Oh, yeah. What a mess. <laughs> this yeah. radio show got totally derailed. <laughs> I know. What are we talking about? We have no I idea. Have no idea. Well, the thing is, with that, they're getting a, they're getting a raise. They're, yeah, that's good. They're going to start off at like $30 an hour. What that's about JetBlue? I see you on JetBlue. I don't know. I've never flown JetBlue. I, I just flew JetBlue is the one where that queen um, told the woman to fuck off, you and, know, over yeah, the thing yeah. and then and then pulled the uh, the the Emergency escape slide, yeah. grabbed two beers and oh. jumped out. Yeah, said peace out and jumped out of the plane. Wait. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A JFK. Oh my god, you have to look it up. Like, it's so I like hilarious. JetBlue. I just flew up Did from Long Beach today. No, he was they were, had landed. JetBlue. Yeah. So he pulled the he, just he pushed open the door and the slide got um, 
deployed, deployed, right? Yeah. The inflatable. You know, that, that was jumped. his grand ex- exit. <laughs> exit. Amazing, and like such a queen. And this woman apparently had driven him nuts the whole flight. Yeah. And he like got on the thing, and he was like, "To the woman in seat, blah blah blah." Like, I forget what he said, but like, you can go fuck yourself. And then he like <laughs> deployed the slide, grabbed apparently grabbed two beers. And then jumped on the slide and walked across the tarmac, got into his car, drove home. I think he was arrested, wasn't he? I'm sure. Because he he had broken, like, federal laws. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) When a queen has had it. Right. When she's had it, girl. When she's had it. Yeah, that's Velvet Rage right there. Velvet Rage. That's a real thing. Do you guys know Velvet Rage? You have to read that book, Velvet Rage. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, how the process works with Peaches Christ. It's never ending, like, stories, uh, real occurrences that will inspire future projects. Girl, you need to write, yeah, you you need to add that into a skit, girl. The flight Oh, I'm sure. See, girl is auditioning now. Now, girl, it has to be a male, girl. It has to be some gay queen. It's Terlene. Oh. Terlene in her uptight little flight attendant outfit, yeah. Because you could see Terlene, like, finally having it. Yeah. Just over it. On our flight to um, <laughs> Seattle, before I went to the United Kingdom, I was in D.C. doing a show, and I uh, met Mink Stoll, the John Waters actress, in Baltimore, and we flew from Baltimore to Seattle, where we did Grey Gardens in Seattle, mm-hmm. and the flight attendant recognized Mink, and both Mink and I were in first class. Oh, fuck. Um, and so I, I was, you know, we we're sitting next to each other, and the flight attendant was like, excuse me, are you Mink Stoll? And he, he, they had to ask permission. He had to say, um, am I allowed, he said, am I allowed to um, basically take my flight attendant hat off? Uh-huh. Like, what's she supposed to say? No. Right. You know, basically, because they're not supposed to acknowledge anybody yeah. or whatever. They have to stay professional. So she said yes. And then they brought us special food and dessert. And Mink was like, this is peaches. Because the crew was a Seattle-based crew. And so it was these queens who, like, you know, knew who I was yeah. and they knew who Mink was. Where is Mink based? Baltimore. Oh, right. Oh, so, she's in Baltimore mm-hmm, still. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, she was in L.A., like... They made all those early movies in Baltimore, and then I think after Hairspray, she moved to L.A., and she was in L.A. for like 20 years, and then she moved back to Baltimore. Does she stay busy with theater and whatever? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Mink and uh, John, and I mean, obviously, John is busy all the time, but Mink basically has a really nice life where I think she gets asked to do more than she does. Mm-hmm. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like that she's nice thing where she's kind of like, you know, crossed over in those John Waters films are so iconic. Like they just re-released multiple maniacs and, you know, Mink was, you know, did a few of the screenings, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, she's a legend mm-hmm. and she's lived long enough to see her movies and her work become truly legendary in the film world. Mm-hmm. And so she's able to live a nice life and she gets to say yes to the stuff she wants to say yes to and no to the stuff she doesn't. Cause I think if she still really wanted to act and be in movies, she would have stayed in LA mm-hmm. um, where she was getting a lot more work. Um, but I think, you know, making movies is hard. I mean, it's like that thing where it's like people, you know, people, you know, when you hear a model say like, Oh, photo shoots are exhausting, and you're like, "Fuck off!" And then, and then you do a photo shoot, <laughs> and, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is hard!" You know, yeah. Yeah. movies are the same way, where it's like, "Oh please, how yeah, hard could it be?" But it's like, "No, they're really hard." Yeah, yeah twelve-hour days, right? And yeah. Really early calls, and you know, they're, it's really exhausting. Yeah. So, yes, girl. 
Well, it's seven o'clock, and we actually have to call. Uh, well, it's four minutes too. That's so all right. At seven. We're calling Cleve Jones. Oh, he, I love Cleve I Jones. Love, yeah. Tell him I say hello. Yeah. Okay. I have to run because I have rehearsal for um, the Academy of Sciences. Oh my God! Yeah. So you not only have you in jet lag and I know sitting here with going us, to rehearsal right now. Going to rehearsal. Yeah. All right. Well, thank Sorry you so much. Sorry for talking so much. <laughs> God, you should just get me in here when I'm loopy more often. Normally, I'm like, not that interesting. But tonight, whoa, you know, airlines Very and what juicy. else? We, we touched on everything. everything. Yeah. Well, we love I'm just it. Happy uh, as long as I get to hear Peach's laughs. Peach's laugh is everything. <laughs> is her bye. No, it's your bye. And who's somebody else's laugh? My what? Your bye. Well, you say bye. Oh. Bye. Bye, I guess. I don't know. I've never noticed I, I it before. I would like to know yeah. when you guys are going to work together again. And I would love to work with Pearl. Well, maybe after you get recovered. I'm going to take all of December off. And, Me too. Um, I've and, and so next year, yeah. early next year. You heard it here first. Yeah. Year. Fabulous. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> Kidding. But anyway, I'm not here yet. I but I see, excited. like, I see boobies right now. Right, but they're not. You know, they're not any compared to what I'm going yeah. to get. Right. <laughs> we used to have a uh, look out, Bianca. Wet T-shirt contest at our show. I would we, totally be down. Well, we did it for 2017. Um, <laughs> we did it for nine to five a million years ago. Uh-huh. And the person who won, this is the last story, okay. the person who won that contest uh, no longer has those award-winning tits. Uh, he is a San Francisco Police Department officer now. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, so, um, so a started-off female? Well, he, he was born, um, you know, in a female body. Um but always was a dude. Right. I remember too, like when he got up and, and did the show and being shocked because he had bound his breasts for years and we were very close friends. And even though at that time, um, he wasn't completely out, he was always a dude to okay. me and, and bound himself. Uh, and so when he got up there and like undid the thing and these enormous, I gorgeous live. tits, so I, and it was shortly after that, boom, they were gone. <laughs> they must have just sprung out. Like they did. <laughs> and they were gorgeous, you I know. But they're, and he's so hot now. I mean, he's I'm super sure. sexy. Oh, that's, you know, that's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's like a, a production in itself, that story. That's an interesting. I know. It's just one well, part of the San Francisco living, you know. <laughs> well. <laughs> so on that note. On that note. Have a fabulous thank, show tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Yes. Have a successful weekend with all your, your venues, your ventures and folks go go to them uh, go to the website I think it's probably sold out right tomorrow or I don't know I don't think so it usually sells out like on the night of oh, okay. you know, they start it's not too late then yeah. Um, yeah. and then um, uh, good luck with everything and thanks for coming by yeah and thanks for having me All we're right. going to leave you with a Halloween song and we'll be back with Cleve Jones so folks right. listening to us don't go anywhere we'll be right back let's have a nice round of applause for Peaches Christ oh thank All you right. You try to scream, but 
Jared, take the sound before you make it. You start to freeze. And so it looks you right between the eyes. You're paralyzed. Alright, alright, we're back, House of Pride Radio, halfway through the show, Pearl. Alright. Well, why don't you introduce our next guest? Our next guest is actually one of my favorite guests that we've ever had on the show. Um, it is such um, a privilege to have the fabulous Cleve Jones. Yay! Hi, Cleve, can you hear us? Alright. I can hear you. Hey, Cleve, girl, what's going on? <laughs> Well, I'm getting ready to go out. I'm going to a party to uh, raise money for Tom Temprano, who's running for City College Board. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. Guy. Where's the party at? It's at a place called uh, Tank 18. Uh-huh. Tank 18. Street. Uh-huh. Where is that at? Uh, Google it. I don't know. <laughs> Pearl wants to go. <laughs> um, fabulous. Well, this is an example of what Cleve, one of the things Cleve does in our community is... Uh, always giving back, girl. Always giving back, collaborating, taking it there. Um, how has this, uh, how has the year been for you, Cleve? Been very busy? It's been a crazy year. As you know, I uh, finished a book and... Uh, it's coming out. Uh, it's at the printer right now, and you'll probably see the first copies within a couple of weeks. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's called When We Rise, and it follows me and a bunch of my friends here in San Francisco from the early 1970s to last year. It's pretty epic. And it's it also partially uh, the inspiration for a ABC miniseries, also called When We Rise, it's being done by Dustin Lance Black and Gus Van Sant and many of the other people that were part of making the film Milk. So it's been busy and it's election season and we got to stop Trump and uh, <laughs> get 
Did you vote early, Cleve? Here in San Francisco. <laughs> you know, I have not yet done it. It's sitting right here on the dining room table, but this is a long freaking ballot. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, you know, I did mine early and I just, I walked to City Hall downstairs to room 46 they have it laid out so beautifully wide open spaces you just go there and they're very friendly they'll take it from you yeah and i hear there's no lines there so anybody listening who wants to make sure their vote is counted they should do that i kind of like going to the old to my polling station and you know saying hello and getting a little sticker to wear but uh also want to encourage people to vote for jane kim for state senate She'll be doing awesome jobs to protect renters and help us reform the Ellis Act and the Costa Hawkins bill that makes it easier for people to get evicted. Right. Now, who was her? Um, they're both Democrats, right? Or both Republicans, rather. And who was the, no. her opponent? No, they're the, there's only Democrats running in San Francisco. <laughs> we don't, we, please, Carl. There's no Republicans here. Um, no, um, they are run. Uh, Jane Kim is running against Scott Weiner for Mark Leno's seat in the California State Senate. Mark That's right. Out. Mm -hmm. And so and why do you seat. side with uh, with Jane as opposed to Mr. Weiner? Well, uh, it, it's uh, sad I can't support the uh, the gay candidate, and I've always fought hard to have LGBT people represented at all levels of city government and state government, federal government. I think it's really important, but. The most important issues to LGBT San Franciscans right now are housing and development issues. And uh, Mr. Weiner is really sort of owned and operated by big real estate, big developers, and sides with the very wealthy at every opportunity. Uh, whereas I think Jane Kim is going to fight for working class people, for middle class families. Uh, it's shameful that we have a city where our teachers can't afford to live, our nurses can't afford to live, our artists are leaving. Uh, it's you know everybody knows what's going on here. Right. We need to stop it. And uh, do they have? Do they get more power if they move to the Washington then? Or no, she'll, if, if Jane wins, she will be our state senator. So she'll be going to Sacramento. Tamika, I think you need to go to City College. And <laughs> you know, girl, social I, studies, girl. Maybe basic. Right, girl. Uh, well, Pearl, you know, at least I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, this is for the state Senate, so uh, whoever wins will go to Sacramento and represent us there. All right, well, good luck, candidates. <laughs> All righty, it's been fun talking to you, and I have to go now. All right, All right. he's going to his party. All right, honey, okay. thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you again soon. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. Cleve Jones. Thank you. Bye-bye. So When We Rise is Cleve Jones' uh, new book. It's As he said, it's at the publisher's house now, uh, and pretty soon it'll be ready for public consumption. I do believe he's having a um, book signing party on December 3rd, which is a Saturday, so that's coming up. We'll talk more about that in the future. When We Rise, though, it's, it's going to be a great book because it encompasses his story, which uh, a lot of us can resonate with. Pearl. Did we yes. talk about what's new with you, other than your breast ar argumentation? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have a few things coming up um, for before um, the surgery. Like, I have my last roundup of shows um, and an event. Um, so this Sunday, you guys can actually catch me over at Big Top. I'll be performing alongside... Um, Tyra Sanchez and Honey Mahogany, both from RuPaul's Drag Race with hostess Aju. 
Um, Showtime, I believe, is at 11 p.m. It's a $5 cover after 8 p.m. Um, the week after, um, uh, which is November 6th, I will be speaking over at Alley Cat Books um, for My Gaze, Your Gaze. They have a speaker that comes in and picks a movie and the movie shown. And then afterwards, I'm going to get up and talk about how the movie I chose connects with me as being someone who's LGBT. Um, if there's no charge, it's free admission. That starts at 6. I believe Alley Cat Books is on 24th, uh, uh, right by 24th and Harrison. Um, after that, I'm booked over in Oakland at Lungomare for Maxine Pat's time of the month. And then uh, my last show is going to be at the Glamazon at the Cafe with Pollo Del Mar. It will be my official goodbye or farewell show for at least um, a month or two, actually. Mm-hmm. What kind of music is inspiring you right now To when you do your performances um, it's always a mix of things. Mm-hmm. It's always a mix of things. Why do you ask? Just interested in knowing any, yeah, there's new music coming out all the time as a DJ. I was curious. Right, I keep my eye out on it on, on a bunch of stuff that's coming out that's new all the time to see what people are listening to and what is going to add um to that tip jar. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the bottom line. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen you at Balance lately for Femme. Yeah, I haven't been booked there lately. I have been booked though. <laughs> Y'all got a lot, yeah. I'm, right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely um, an asset to that that brand. Mm-hmm. Fem, Fem's coming up this Sunday. Oh, I also wanted to plug um, Kit Kitty Tapata, Kit Tapata's. Uh, Kit Tapata. She, you know, she does Wednesdays at the Wild Side uh, West at. Um, at Wildside West. At Wildside West. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy to remember, right. folks. That's uh, the bar there on. Um, in Bruno Heights. Yes. And also this Saturday, she is hosting a costume contest there at Wildside West for $50 for first place, $25 for second. The reason why I'm PRing that is that's going to be a fabulous show, but I'm also DJing that with her. So folks, come on out and have a good time with us at Wildside West this Saturday. Um, John, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, gosh. Well, I was originally um, going to get it back in drag but i did it this oh. past weekend i didn't did not know you did drag I, it's new for me it's not really new you've been painted a couple times yeah, girl did we and did pearl and i inspire you to, to start oh well pearl was definitely one of the people that inspired me uh, oh so what sweet. about me yeah. so what about oh. girl, you are never in drag <laughs> I, anymore <laughs> it's true but you know i was i've done drag a thousand times in the past yeah. Did you know that, Pearl? Did I know that? I don't know if anyone Oh, girl, knows you don't that. even know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Was that a read? Well. <laughs> no, it's true. As you get, I mean, you know, I'm in my 40s. I I, it, I did it a lot in my 20s and 30s. And I know girls know. that are still doing it in their 40s. Yeah, but you know, I'm so busy with DJing and remixing right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's don't a, you DJ in drag also? S- sometimes I do. Like right. the Saturday, I will be in drag. I'll take right. pictures and show you right. my latest cog, eh, concoction. Awesome. Concoction. So I didn't inspire you is the bottom line. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. I won't take it personally. But um, what is your, other than Pearl, what are other things you bring to your drag look, John? Well, um, she's a new character, right? Yeah, so yeah. She's still evolving. Um, and the, one of the first times I was in face, I've been in face only about four, 
four times. Who's helping you? Did you just, uh, you're just you winging know, it? And no, God, no. Um, MGM helped me uh, a couple times. Polio helped me. And the time that Polio painted me, she had this red wig that she put on my head. It's actually the picture that's posted on Facebook. And um, a friend of mine that lives in Florida was like, oh, you look like Endora from Bewitched. And I was like, I oh, love that's a great name. Like, cause it's not and like, that's a great character, uh, it's, too. It's not a common name. And so I was like, oh, what can I do with Endora? Because I had been trying to figure out what the name was. Uh-huh. Right? But not trying to force it. Right. Because you can't force it. No. Yeah. So I was like, Endora, Endora. And I was like, oh, Endora pounding. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it's sticking for now. And um, it's fun. It's, it's, it's sort of... God, who would I compare it to? Um, you don't have to be comparable to anybody, yeah. really. It could just be your own yeah. Yeah. little sauna. And I, the thing is, she'll, she'll develop over time. Yeah. And, yeah, and the journey is part of the fun. It right? is, it is. So it's this, it's sort of like a double-edged sword in my experience so far. It's so amazing to be able to legit, like, be a completely different person mm-hmm. and not make any pretense about being a different person right because everyone sees you physically as a different person but it is also so draining yes it is yeah what did you say draining yeah really draining like now imagine being one of these girls that like we do two to three three shows a weekend i can't imagine it you know that you might get there girl this cute thing i did on sunday and split my (laughs) shoes open and i was in the shoes for four hours and i was like oh my god these my feet are killing me so How do they do them. it? You know, or like MGM. That's the other thing she just too. Yeah. In those heels. Right. <laughs> well, you're in good hands with Poil and MGM. Oh, yes. I, I, I'm looking at your page now. Folks want to check out John's page. Okay. Uh, lovely photos. Um, I love you, it. I, I couldn't quite. You I do look it. like some celebrity. I'm trying to. I'm lo- I'll lock it in and let you know. Okay. Um, I just want to play this one song from your page called The Magic Garden. <laughs> I love it. It's nice to say hello, 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 hello. It's nice to say hello. This is from China. Hello. How are you? Some, some queen nice should do this number. Yeah, that would be Shake hands. Shake hands. This belongs at mother. It's yeah. nice to shake right. your hands. Shake hands and how do you do? Oh my god, were they I'm French? Fine, I totally remember this as a kid. Um not good after listening to that. To <laughs> <laughs> you said you're supposed to be in drag this weekend too? Yes, but I am such a lightweight. I the last three days I've had the drag hangover. So I'm just oh. you've got to push yourself, push, girl. Push through, right? Yeah, push you've got to push through. I bought the hair and everything. Exactly. Like, I need hair. exactly. That has happened to me recently. I have a bag drag ready to go, and I just couldn't do it. Like on Sunday, I wanted to go and drag, but it's like that hum- happened. You know, yeah. Tweeka is supposed uh, to. Ha- there was a few times Tweeka was supposed to meet me really? at events and drag, and she just didn't. Really? Yes, oh. she just showed up and. Boy, and I'm, I, I sat there, and this is pre-transition. This is, is this true? Yes. I don't even girl. remember. Oh, I that's know. horrible. Anyway, you've <laughs> got to push through, girl. I do. Yeah. I, I Make it happen, as Mariah would say. If I wear the shoes long <laughs> enough, my feet will just go numb, and I won't feel it anymore. Or you can get other shoes that actually are a little bit more comfortable. More com- Yeah. What do yes. you wear? What did you wear? What kind of shoes? They were from Marshall. Did they have strap on it? No, they were sandals, open toe, um, and they were pretty, but they were cheap because they split open. Oh, I'll go. No, the right. It, that was her. I was like, the right shoe makes all the difference. <laughs> These are my best shoes. 
They're my only shoes. I, I, I find if the wider, the wider the spike is, the more comfortable it is. If it's like a little fatter, the wider, than, yeah, yeah, it was pretty narrow. So yeah, yeah that hurts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give you a little website after this show that you can't share with too many girls okay, I to get some shoes. I won't, I won't. Where can I get a good breastplate? A treasure chest, uh, but drag, not not as swap. big as Sheena Rose's though. Drag swap. Okay, drag. Yes. Did you hear that, folks listening to us? It's called Drag Swap. It's a Facebook group online. Oh, okay. And people, I I feel like I've seen boobs sold plenty of times. I actually have a set of boobs that I'm. Gonna you be won't need any more pearl, right? Maybe, well, I mean, I've never used them. Maybe I can purchase them off of you. Well, they're a little tan <laughs> for you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, that's right. <laughs> Just a little tan girl, but um, very clever. All right. Well, um, you know, we kind of like holding down the house, waiting for Kate, uh, Kate, um, Cat Robichaud to call in, but she may have gotten tied up. Um, anybody else was supposed to call in? That's gonna be all for today. So is that that? Is it that? Oh, time and of Bernadette the show? was supposed to swing oh. by, but. Um, you know, it's, you know, this has happened before, Bernadette. Girl. I know, girl. She, all right, so we're not going to wait for her. Right. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes, why don't we do your favorite part of the My show? My favorite part of the show. Final thoughts, everybody. We'll start with John, since oh. you're our guest. Final thoughts. Just anything I want to say. Anything you want to say. Replug your plugs, everything. I'm going to try to push through. I hope so. Yeah. I'm going to be looking for pictures. Yeah. Do you want me to play Magic Garden yeah, again? Me. <laughs> Good. Good. Determined. <laughs> Shout out to Raza Italia. Who was hey, here last week. Who yeah. Was, yeah, she's kind of like a regular guest now. I love it. Fabulous. She's going to the Cat Club tomorrow and is inviting anyone who wants to come at 9 o'clock. I went there once. The Cat Club is fun. It's, they have like two DJs or something. Two, two different dance areas. Oh, nice. So get in touch with Raza if you want to make it a group event. Um Thank you, John, for coming and sharing Absolutely. what o- Project Open Hands is up to. Don't they have a their Christmas fundraiser coming up? Or you know, um, we actually are going to be um, changing up our event schedule quite a bit. So um, we're pretty much done with the events for the year, but we do have a lot of events coming up for our clients: holiday dinners and lunches and things like that. So ah. again, if you want to volunteer, there'll be plenty of opportunities. Go to openhand.org. Click on volunteer and sign up for a shift or call the number and they'll hook you up. Now, is it just openhand.org or projectopenhand.org? Just openhand. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, Openhands.org. I misspoke earlier. Go ahead and check them out today at openhand.org. And I don't know what's going on outside. Somebody's totally what? going through the trash to get some cans. Oh, but, no. um, And what a fabulous time to do it right before, you know, the two the major holidays. holidays. And, you know, it's all about giving and sharing. and Absolutely. So, open. Openhand.org. Openhands.org. <laughs> I, I ju- and I just said it open a minute hand ago. Openhand.org, not openhands. Oh, just one. Singular, not plural. Right. Just, you, you right. only need... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Um, all right, who's next, Pearl? Tweaks. Uh, I usually end it with thank you, everyone, for coming on our show. And we'll see you next Wednesday. We'll have more local luminaries for you to enjoy. All right, you guys. So this is the end of me for a little bit. Oh, that's but right. I'll be back after recovery once I'm rejuvenated and a new woman. Um, you guys can keep up with my shenanigans on Facebook.com forward slash Pearl Tease. 
um, or on Instagram or Twitter at Pearl Teeth. That's right. Pearl is is, is coming back a, a new woman. Right. So I would dedicate this song to you, Pearl. Uh, we're going to miss you. Maybe you can give us a phone call in between. Just let us know Possibly, how you're doing. Yeah. I know the first week, like, I won't even be able to, like, lift my arms. You'll be like, ow. Right. Uh. So that probably won't happen. But after, you know, I totally will be down. Fabulous. Well, this song is for you. And Other than that, you guys tune in every Wednesday to House of Pride Radio from 6 to 8 p.m. at mutinyradio.fm. Fabulous. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Good night. Night. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk. I'ma get, 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 get you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. My hump, my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. My lovely little lumps. Check it out. I drive these brothers crazy. I do it on the daily. They treat me really nicely. They buy me all these ices. Dolce and Gabbana. Fendi and Madonna. Karen, they be sharing. All their money got me wearing fly. Girl, but I ain't asking. They say they love my ass. And seven jeans to religion. I say no, but they keep giving. So I keep on taking. And no, I ain't taking. We can keep on dating. I keep on demonstrating my love. My love, my love, my love. You love my lady love. My heart, my heart, my heart. My hopes, they got you. She's got me. Time on me. She's got me spending. Ooh. Spending all your money on me. Uh, on me. What you gonna do me. with all that junk? All that junk inside that trunk. I'ma get, 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 get you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. What you gonna do with all that ass? All that ass inside the jeans. I'ma make, 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 make you scream. Make you scream, make you scream. Cause of my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. My lovely lady lumps. Check it out. I met a girl down at the disco. She said, hey, 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 yeah, let's go. I could be your baby. You could be my honey. Let's spend time, not money. And mix your milk with my cocoa puff. Milky, milky cocoa. Mix your milk with my cocoa puff. Milky, milky, right? They say I'm really sexy. The boys, they wanna sex me. They always standing next to me. Always dancing next to me. Trying to feel my hump, hump. Looking at my lump, lump. You can look, but you can touch it if you touch it. I'ma start some drama. You don't want no drama. No, no drama. No, 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 no drama. So don't pull on my hand, boy. You ain't my man, boy. I'm just trying to dance, boy. And move my heart. 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 My lovely lady love. What you gonna me. do with all that junk, all that junk inside that trunk? I'ma get, 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 get you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump. 
What you gonna do with all that ass, all that ass inside of jeans? I'ma make, 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 make you scream, make you scream, make you scream. What you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside that trunk? I'ma get, 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 get you drunk, get you love drunk off this hump. What you gonna do with all that breasts, all that breasts inside that shirt? I'ma make, 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 make you work, make you work, work, make you work.
Again, another number by Cusco, this one titled Andes. Close Encounters is produced at Mutiny Radio, located at 21st Street and Florida in San Francisco. Besides hosting a wide variety of podcasts each week, Mutiny Radio serves the community as a venue for a host of entertainment and educational programs. Visit the website at mutinyradio.fm for a complete list of what's happening. While you're there, check out the other programs as well. There's no registration process, and you get free access to dozens of weekly podcasts, from comedy to news analysis to far-out stuff like Close Encounters with Chuck Weiss. It's all there at mutinyradio.fm. We also have a 40-seat performance space available for rent. So if you're a performer looking for a really cheap place to put on a show, contact our station director, Pam Benjamin, at Pam Sedai, that's P-A-M-S-E-D-A-I, all one word, at hotmail.com. That about wraps it up for this edition of Close Encounters. If you'd like to comment about what you've heard, you can contact me through my website at abductedbyaliens.org. The next time we meet, I'll tell you about an aspect of the UFO phenomena that the ETs share with Majestic, the practice of real magic, the subject of which I'm something of an expert. Until then, look to the skies.
start doing the countdown uh, uh, for uh, their uh, open improv. Uh ready to start. Just go ahead and uh, slide into your seats and grab a beer and at home if you're listening and uh, get comfy. Because, you know, we're going gonna to start like pretty soon.
Wrapping it up. It's gonna wrap okay, up with a wrap it up. Wrap it up. Here we go. Bam. Come on. Bam. Yeah, that's great. Do you want to come no, that's fine. Yeah, as long as they're not feeding back. I'm just don't. Well, if we keep them down here and we don't yeah. bring them up to our mouth holes. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Great. Let's go. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Open Improv. Woo! Uh, so you only class for the assignments are made up, but the grades don't matter. Yay! Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> let's just skip the rules. Man. No, fuck that! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, she doesn't know what's going on. Show at all times, we're all on a mic, so you're you know part of the show even now or whatever. Uh, rule number five. I gotta say, yeah, rule number four is the most un- uh, unrememorable. Unmemorable. Rule number five. No one gets paid. Rule number six. Big oak sticks. Rule number seven. All dogs go to heaven. Rule number eight. Andrew's not straight. That's not true. Rule number nine. Feeling fine. Rule number ten. Second open improv of this week. Hey, the one on this Sunday got canceled. Woo! Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yesterday, it was fun. It was. It was. We did not have enough time to promote it. No, we well, did we not. Did. It was. And it, yeah. it, it, it was. Uh, yes. Yeah. God. If anything, yeah. I bought a lot of beers. So. <laughs> no, no, except for piano fight. We drank to do a show. Yes, we did. I, you know. <laughs> hey, you can't do the show unless you drink all these beers. Oh, uh, that's a buy Justin, I'm stealing one of your beers. Speaking of which, which uh, <laughs> we're not drinking here. We don't. We never drink beers here. But in general, he's gonna steal beers from you in your yeah. life. Outside ever though, right? Never. Yeah, outside, outside never, outside ever, ever, ever. But if you were to have, I don't know, say wine in a Starbucks cup, no one's gonna judge you. Uh, by the way, if you're listening, please feel free to come to the show. Uh, if you are an ABC agent, stay the fuck out. Yeah, you, you are not welcome here. This is a private club. That's rule number eleven. Yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're the man. Yeah. 
and uh, you want to do uh, like a back in my day? Or, no, sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, the way this game works is it's called back in my day, and it goes uh, back in my day. We didn't have blank. We blank. You'll get it. Uh, we need an object you use today. Something you use today. Hammers. Say hammers. Hammers. Back in my hammers. day. Back in my day, we didn't have hammers, and no one got nailed. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have hammers, and everyone got screwed. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have hammers, and it was hard to get banged. symbol just look like the symbol for pirates. Yeah. <laughs> just a sickle. Just a sickle. Back in my day, we didn't have hammers. The only thing you were pounding was ass. Back in my day, we didn't have hammers, and the only person told me that I can't touch it was my girlfriend. No, 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 no. Back in my day, we didn't have hammers. We just stopped, because it was time. <laughs> Back in my day. Hey, hey, hey stop. That's time. a banger. That was time. a banger. Time. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have hammers. The only thing you brought down on somebody else was their fever. Oh. See your doctor. Oh. Damn. Back in my day, we didn't have hammers. The only blood for trauma was us outside. Smoking weed. Back in my day, we didn't have hammers, and sledgehammering was just getting Percy Sledge wasted. Back in my day, we didn't have rules. And every day, all we talked about was Fight Club. <laughs> hey, did you go to Fight Club? Back in my day, we didn't have rules. And if you wanted to break something, it was dance moves. Back in my day, we didn't have rules. And if you wanted to break something, it was pots, because you were Zelda or Link. Uh, back in my day, we didn't have rules. And size really didn't matter on just about anything. Back in my day, we didn't have rules. We just broke, danced. 
<laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have rules, and the only slide we cared about was the fun one. Uh, is break dancing? Hey, is it break dance or broke dance? Break dance. Or you could say breaking. Uh, back breaking. in my back in my breaking day, we didn't have rule, and the monarchy was just how you said something looked kind of like a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> it looks a little monarchy. Back in my day, we didn't have rules. And uh, if you had a kingdom, that just meant your king was retarded. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have rules, and the socialism was the study of how to have friends. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have rules, and O'Doyle was a silly name. <laughs> O'Doyle. Yeah, new thing. Uh, something you use today. Something you use today. Anything you use today. Dryer. Dryers. Blow dryers. Blow dryers. Blow dryers. Uh, just get the obligatory. Take a second. Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers. If you wanted something hot to blow you, you went down to the dock. There you go. <laughs> it was coming. Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and if your fan had multiple speeds, you had a nice kitchen. What? Yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb. Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and everybody's hair was curly. Nope, yeah. Back in my day, we didn't have the blow dryers. We just followed his balls a little. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and the only people with max power were men. Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and if you wanted to kill yourself, you had to use a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back, back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers. If you wanted to drop something in the tub to feel like you were dying, you took up salvia. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. <laughs> salvia, the salvia tub. Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and if you wanted to dry your mushrooms, you had to leave them in a cool, dry place for an extended period of time. Back in my day, we didn't have hair dryers, and it, it took women even longer to get ready. <laughs> no, there you go. Wait. Uh, back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and all the ladies always showed up wet. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was raining all In my day, we didn't have hair dryers, and hair straightener prices were through the roof. Woo! Hey, That's Stokey. 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 Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers. You got one? No. <laughs> no. All right, bud. All right. Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and if you wanted somebody to blow a bunch of hot air in your face, you went to a Trump rally. Oh! No, getting political. 
Back in my yeah, back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers. If you wanted someone to think you were dry, you became a political satirist. Ooh. Back in my day, we didn't have blow dryers, and if you were dry, you lived in Suffolk County. Cause yeah, that's so <laughs> I made up that name. Is that a dry county? <laughs> you get it. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Isn't that uh, Suffolk? <laughs> oh, Suffolk is uh, uh, what comes after. No, but there's a prefix. Yeah, yeah whatever. No. Okay, new thing. Last thing. Last thing. thing. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. We didn't have sweet girls calling. But. 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 Back in my day, we didn't have butts, and if you were slapping cr a crack, it's because you were trying to get it all into one corner of the bag. Back in my day, we didn't have butts, uh, so yeah. when I stepped on a crack, it was because I was trying to break my mother's back. <laughs> 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 well, I'm stepping on butts now, so. <laughs> I'm stepping on butts, don't worry. <laughs> butt stepping. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have butts, and charming was something you did to get free drinks. Uh, back in my day, we didn't have butts, and farting was really dangerous. <laughs> back in my day, we didn't have butts, and going to prison was no longer a fear. Uh, back in my day, we didn't have butts, and a badonka donk was just French for one donkey stacked on top of another donkey. <laughs> Uh, back in my day, we didn't have butts, and these bad jokes weren't the only shit.